Hello everyone. Welcome to this 24th edition of Clarity Chat podcast. I have with me VS Parthasarathy or Partha as he is fondly known. He was a group CFO, group CIO and president at Mahindra Group. Our discussion today will focus on his philosophy of treating technology as market in and product out instead of product in and market out. Wait till you hear him explain this interesting concept. We will also discuss employee centric innovations, learning from the Mahindra Harmony experience, his belief that ROI is nothing, IT is about breakthroughs, mechanisms to involve IT team in business transformation, product innovations via IT product development collaboration, and importance of governance and federal structure of IT in large enterprise. He believes in servant leadership. Your team is everything, everything else is nothing. This is the 24th edition of Clarity Chat podcast and here comes an exciting discussion with Partha. Welcome Partha. Did you know that 83% of technology implementations fail to achieve expected business outcomes? Well, managing technology is incredibly complex. IT covers all processes and everything IT does impacts people in some way. The function is only three decades old, but changing at the fastest pace. Technology industry is highly profitable with intense marketing. Tech companies have the vast majority of the tech talent, not you. Clarity Chat purpose is rooted in helping you solve IT challenges for business success. To help you decode the complexity, to help you leverage partners effectively, to help you partner with business more effectively. To help you manage change better, to help you attract talent, you get this clarity via experiences of CIOs and business leaders, shared informally and candidly over a cup of tea. Welcome to the Clarity Chat podcast. Hi, very much. Welcome. I'm very happy to be with all of you today. Yeah, and welcome over a cup of tea. Yes. And what was that, Bartha? The joke around chai? Aha, Jagdish. Okay, so I was telling you before this, chai pe charcha bina kharcha. That's that's a good explanation of clarity chat. <laughs> okay, so in today's clarity chat session, we'll bring you the case studies, learnings, and success principles behind what makes Partha who he is. We'll have a feeling chat with him about his own transformation from a chartered accountant to a sophisticated technology leader, the Mahindra Harmony experience, the employee-centric innovations. Involving IT team in transforming business through a process of problem hunting, the collaboration between IT and product development, and uh, you know some glimpses of his personal leadership principles. And uh, as always, we will end the chat with a rapid fire round, and uh, then a reverse question. I call it as a revenge question. I ask him questions throughout the chat, and he gets to take his revenge at the end. So, Partha, the biggest uh, takeaway I had from our preparatory chat uh, is your philosophy on the team is everything, everything else is nothing, and uh, you know the lessons in servant leadership. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure you're going to share a lot of those, you know, experiences, incidences, which bring out this philosophy. So, Partha, I got to know that uh, you are a shire and one of your passionate side hustles only one of them so before we start talking about your journey uh, can you share a few lines uh, especially if you have something on it 
so i'm i'm no shyer but um, i do dabble in poetry now and then so some lagi to teer nahi to tukka so that is how it is <laughs> okay but uh, one of the first months that i remember is defining what am i here in to do and i said aaya hu badi dur se khata hu karela because i happen to be vegetarian aaya hu badi dur se khata hu karela mucho peta hu dekar ladta hu akela and i can say that till i take off my mustache after that i can't say it. so <laughs> let me say it while i still have that the one on uh, one i had written about uh, when we had despondency all around and uh, covid was at its uh, highest so i talked about ummeed and kismat ummeed is hope and kismat is destiny and uh, and there there is one para which i think it relates to it also very much okay where ummeed is you all know hope and i said parth okay parth is uh, part of parthasarthi but parth as a karmvir as 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 a person who does that and and how this sangam can make the best for it okay so and it goes like that ummeed ko nazarandaaz nahi balki tapti aag mein tapana hai use parth ke patra se अवगत कराना है और एकमत बनाना है सो उम्मीद की गंगा जब पार्थ की जमुना से जा मिलेगी तो खूब जमेगी तब किस्मत सी सरस्वती के इस संजोक से यह संगम बनेगी सो इवन किस्मत विल जॉइन यू व्हेन द उम्मीद की गंगा इज मैच्ड विद द कर्म वे सो सो ऑल द आईटी आउट्स दैट इफ दे टेक दिस टाइम टू बी ये मेरा वक्त है एंड उम्मीद के कुंजी को पार्थ के जमुना से मिलाना है और किस्मत अपने आप साथ में आ जाएगी सो दैट इज दू नो दैट्स ग्रेट एंड आई थिंक यू नो दस्ट वन आई रियली लाइक लाइफ इज टफ ऑन यू इट्स एक्चुअली you know it's like you know putting gold into the fire to make it shine more and more but that's a, that's awesome patha i'm not sure uh, how, many, how many of our audience really understood the the you know the sophisticated hindi around it i of course did because i have read a lot of munshi premchand and all but that was uh, that, that that was a great one uh, thanks patha but before uh, i go ahead uh, i request our audiences to share their names and where you're joining from in the comment box in linkedin or youtube meanwhile let's see who all have joined us so uh, we have uh, pawan roy he is a regular here thanks uh, pawan for joining again yeah i cannot see your name if you could announce it just shows a linkedin user okay so sumit thanks for helping up with the show hi padmini i think padmini has become a regular and she like that chai pe charcha without kharcha nitin is from tech mahindra and you know when i when i made the announcement uh, he really excitedly like you know got back that you know, It's good to uh, see a very senior leader from the same group. I know. Um, oh, okay. That's great. That's great. Seshu from Hyderabad. Yeah, you already have started receiving praise, Partha. Shairi me hi hota hai. Either you get brickbats. <laughs> you get lots of uh, subhanallah. Yes. Okay. Geeta Anjali. Yeah. We have we have Jayesh here, and we have uh, uh, Webhav from Pune. We have Shravanti Madhupalli from Hyderabad, and we have Miraj. again miraj is uh, a regular and i'm sure like you know as people get those notifications they will uh, uh, continue to join in so meanwhile let's begin partha in the first part let's try to look at it uh, through the lens of your journey partha you did ca and then you went on to become a group cio do you remember any incident which gave you an indication that you will land up in it so i mean just take us through a quick uh, view of your childhood and you know like up to your first job how it had been okay thank you uh, this is this is 
like you know asking me to railroad the uh, journey that has been you know life passing through faces just two minute noodle but it's it's very absolutely not everything up to the first job yeah, yeah i will not go beyond that but that is all of maybe 22 24 years right half <laughs> journey very quick thing about this is my childhood has been going from state to state and city to city so we just stand on so i was like a nomad and that happened during this so that i learned to be part of every state i have stayed in india so so i i was kind of adjusting to ambiguity and adjusting to new places was something which was not very it became very easy for me as i went through life that's how i remember my childhood you know like the ram uh, you know premchand these you know munshi's thing about saying that i'm carrying one pistol which is nothing but tamancha which is what you do the roti with and and things like that so we we learn to adapt with whatever we had the second thing is about as i went to my school days and then entered college so i did my ca beginning of uh, uh, you know beginning of college first year i did my entrance exam so i was into the ca so no college only morning college and and then you did article shift during the day time and then and then by the time i passed my bcom i had also cleared my ca and with some rank so so it was very very good time from that perspective that i got a lot of offers i looked around the offers everywhere and even spent some dabbling some time in mumbai i'm sure we'll talk about it but then i joined modi modi xerox yeah so that was my first job and the only job before mahindra so so that that continued i got interested in it in mx because the first time i did the it did a program for which was an in house erp i fell in love with it because it could do everything that i wanted to yeah, i still remember that you know electricity was more of a problem than doing it in in those days because electricity will go off more often than not uh, and it was it was very interesting and um, you know started the first kpo in uh, for uh, modi xerox in xerox what happened is that xerox wanted somebody to try out something and we said hey why can't we do that uh, we have engineers here and i think in a sense uh, modi xerox did a first uh, of creating a kpo in india before the it industry did that in a very large scale basis so in a sense i claim fame to being part of the first initial uh, kpos being set up in india not that i set it up i must acknowledge that i was still growing in the organization but i part of the team which set it up it was a mainframe era so everything you put into a michigan uh, you know giant computer which we never knew and just hope that our x25 will enable us but how do we make them more intelligent is something that we we learned to do and that's what we did here so embedded software was something that we worked done that got me very interested uh, in, in it and i said oh my god you, we can do a business out of this and we can actually not be the serpent carriers and the elephants grower you know elephant herders in the world we can be actually technology providers to the world and i think that changed the my my whole outlook towards so you know if you ask for some experiences what came out dealing with ambiguity creating an opportunity out of nothing so which was it and getting falling uh, in love with it all over again so those are yeah. the three so i mean i mean just some insights and you know like connecting with like you know how the it journey generally is i think the moment you were able to when erp there i think unless you do that uh, the doors to that dpo kpo kind of thing doesn't open for you right because you should be able to access a process from anywhere yeah. so that, that's probably one thing i i could see that sequencing of first doing an erp and then saying that okay hey you know why don't we uh, set up a dpo i think the second important thing here uh, partha is like raising your hand you know, when a problem is being thrown thrown around that hey 
there is like a BPO we want to do and like, you know, you raise your hand, you get the opportunity. And I think this is one thing which consistently comes up in all my clarity chats that people get really comfortable in what they are doing and with the nine to five, but there are people who are raising their hands at problems which kind of seem impossible sometimes. But I think that's the one which opens the doors to them. And I think from a CA to like, you know, raising your hands to these things, I think that kind of set you up for, uh, you know, for, for ID. I'm correct, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. See, there is one is raising a hand. Uh, second is whenever there is an opportunity being presented. Uh, being open to the idea of ambiguity. So I was just trying to kind of connect that, that because, you know, it, it is easy that when you, when you, when you are willing to take that leap of faith, yeah? today it is easy because there has been people have been there, done it. When they have not been there, done it, then ambiguity becomes an important role to faith. So when you went to a new city, everything is different, including the language. When I went to um, Jabalpur, for example, I'm from from Hyderabad, wearing a sweater with holes in it and deciding that it was good enough for Jabalpur. Okay, so, so you then suddenly are rude awakening saying this is not the same cold as you experience in Hyderabad. So it's very yeah, different. And then, and then you start to adapt. Yeah. So then you're willing to take the challenge that I can go any place in, 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 in the world, any language spoken, I can adjust to cultures and I'm empathic to those cultures. So world is about all about cultures and business is all about culture. How do we adjust that? Absolutely. And, and I think, I think you really talked about a very, very important trait of being open. Being open is basically, I think, your door to the learning, right? To learning whatever comes your way. Okay. So, uh, Partha, you moved to MNM, you know, so I think there's generally a, generally an agenda you know that you know a CFO is uh, you know a CFO kind of takes over as a as a CIO or like as a dual responsibility of a CIO which I had I must admit this I had assumed I had assumed about you okay that you were a CFO and like you know logically you know you also were a good CIO but when I when you told me that you joined Mahindra's for an IT role I was like you know I was a little surprised I didn't tell you at that time. So tell us this, you know, story of moving to Mahindra's and, uh, you know, and asking not for a finance role. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I will, I will, I will, I'll tell you. Um, so, so basically, first and foremost, a slight uh, change uh, in terms of the uh, context. I was a CIO who became a CF. So that's clear. So that's that underline. Yeah, but I didn't join only for IT. And I will tell you this little bit of story and how I thought IT was, uh, I wanted IT. Um, I was in, my, you know, Modi's Rocks and they became Xerox. And then my only career growth was to go abroad. And for some strange reason, I had this huge thing about saying, I'll not move outside. Okay, you can say I logicize by saying I want to look after my parents because my brother is already in US, yeah, as, as a citizen. So I wanted some place where parents said, yeah, they can call home. Okay. But I think these are all excuse for doing what you want to do. Okay. And my parents said, you do what you want. We are capable of looking after ourselves. But, but that was that logic. So I did not want to go. And therefore both of us agreed that we must, I must make a move career shift at that point of time. That it both means me as well as the organization. Yeah. Because I loved Modi's for 15 years. I knew nothing but, but Modi's rocks and, and what, what I test. It's, I came to love Mahindra even more later, but uh, first about that. So at that point of time, there is a president of Mahindra who, who Mr. Davasia by name, who was running tractors. Okay. And tractor was probably an equal profitable business 
as the auto business was yeah in terms of profitability revenue may be slightly smaller but profit pool wise similar so it was a big you know probability one and um, uh, so he came and said how do you like to change a company from uh, being just an indian company to being the world number one tractor and i asked him you know where are you now he says i don't know okay so i'm certainly not there in the top 3 but i don't know where i am but i want to be the world number one. okay so so it appeared to be a great thing to say how can an indian company become a world number one and how can i be part of the journey it it, it attracted me so i came in to join mahindra as a transformation agent. so then next came the question say and he said can you take finance and accounts along with it and i said no so <laughs> and he asked me why and i said see i know finance all about finance and accounts it's my comfort zone if i take something in my comfort zone then i will fall on that as a basic job and the transformation will become a secondary job i can fail in it i don't want a way for me to have the excuse of failing i cannot fail is short i should come in because you are depending on me to change and i cannot fail okay so i don't want finance and account and by the way i was flippant to tell the then group cfo and devasia that where will you go you will give the finance to me sooner than okay but right now i don't want so i'm i'm never cocky then i i i will not be that cocky now but that's how i was now the next question is they asked then what else is it I want it, and they said, "Why?" They said, "You want to change. You want to transform, and you can't transform without having a vehicle called it. So, therefore." Then the next one is saying, therefore I want IT, and I ask them, what do you have in IT? He says, we we have we have nothing as named IT. There are four guys who are all in the process of getting transferred to sister companies uh-huh. are requesting to do it. So we have an empty because we never thought IT was required. We will outsource it to say Tech Mahindra, a Brazil cone. And I said, nothing can be further from the truth. You want a CIO and an IT within it. So I started that department and I took over IT. So this is the story of that. The uh, I'll come back and. Uh, kind of talk about something else but just before that why i say i am an it when i came to head office meaning i went i did business roles after that then mr anand mahindra said come to corporate then i came to corporate i became the group cio then i was mna head and group cio but not cf then in 2011 and 2013 respectively i became the deputy group cfo and the group yeah 2011 january i became deputy cfo and uh, 2013 i became the group cfo so but i was the group cio for two or three years before any of this okay so the both cases i was the idea so you know jagdish you can be very certain that i can properly claim to be the cio who became this okay not the other uh-huh. way No, absolutely, and that's a that's a fascinating journey that you know, going from a CA to you know, doing transformation with technology, and then yeah. insisting that you know you want a tra- an IT role alongside your transformation role. I think that's like I think I like your clarity about the fact that you know you can't transform without uh, technology. And I uh, let me tell you how this came in very handy, Jagdish. Just as an example. the first thing you want to do in a in transforming a company is to say i set targets i set a vision i set kpis or mops right then i told the it guys now i want all these mops or kpis tracked there were all 127 of them and then i got a special guy from it eh? i don't want to name him because he's still in mahindra 
uh, ecosystem and if he is hearing this chat he will remember he will say yeah he is talking about me uh, but he he put him in charge of tracking this and this was what is now called as big data and uh, analytics and everything today right you have to have market share then you will need internal data you will need external data you have to put all of them in one which is called warehouse data warehouse or data lake and then one version of truth and then put in i asked him to do all those things and in 2001 he did that for uh, and that team did that for mahindra okay and we were tracking 127 it was a herculean task but we had the first digital dashboard and first uh, one version of truth back in those days thanks to it and then and then uh, you know demanded the technology to deliver for us and it did when you did data warehouse when you did a digital uh, you know market share and you do digital thing we had something which was never there in the tractor industry it is measuring retail we called it bdrc billing delivery retail collection and we created the system where all the dealers around the in india will put in into a central warehouse so and this was never heard of and if you ask me i did it can forget it i didn't have an even a in iota of you know clarity but my team had an never had an iota of doubt so which is when you keep hearing this theory that when you tell the team hey i want this done and they will always say absolutely absolutely yeah i think i think it again comes back to you know our one of our themes of you know the team uh, doing everything even when you don't have the answers maybe they don't have the answers but you know if you have a good team if you trust them they, then they bring you the answers so uh, let's let's move on to uh, you know the big one i think which many of us are waiting to hear is about the mahindra uh, harmony program i think uh, when it was announced and when i heard of it i was like no way i mean you know at, at the time if i'm correct it was about some 86 companies uh, if i'm correct when it was conceptualized and uh, everyone was talking about it that you know it's like very ambitious but maybe foolhardy and uh, you know people thought it thought it would fail now when i announced clarity chat interestingly when i announced when i was sending out you know announcements about partha coming on this one of the guys said that you know hey you know what partha wasn't all for it if you if you if you don't know okay and i'm like okay let me ask partha about it so partha tell us the interesting story what 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 made you like sent about it and you know what that convinced about it i have a bigger question what was the roi for it and uh, you know what did you what did mahindra's really gain out of uh, tell us the story of how so, you know when i had uh, come into head of it's just the time i'd come into the corporate role as see uh, you know see i on they had done this we want to go uh, project harmony okay and um, and there was this big thing about What was Project Harmony? Let me kind of try and first at least define for the people concerned. It was a single instance, single server, common processes across all 21 industries. Uh, like you said, 86 companies to start with, but I had to design that for 180 companies, which is what was there across 21 industries. So, so single instance, single server, common processes. Okay. So how do you achieve all this? And therefore, I just looked at ourselves and said, "Are we ready for it?" Okay. You you can you can say one thing that you can't just jump over a chasm into steps you have to jump it once okay so this is a this is a chasm so you have to jump first so therefore you have to decide it's a chasm second thing is you got to do decide that the people who are going to jump this have the heart to do this okay so this are the second challenge that always comes because you know there is always this slogan which comes tum aage badho hum tumhare piche so you know kon kisko aage badhna partha sarthi ko thodi aage badhna okay so i was not willing to take that so i told sorry this can't be done okay so so in hr this parallel 
students as a, as a learning every one of you know this and many of you know this but i wanted to put it out that every successful outcome follows three steps the storming the norming and the perform so till there is storm, no storming there will be no norming and there will be no perform so what i put it out to them as an hypothesis a negative hypothesis which says this will not work like jagdish was saying everyone from outside was saying i code it inside and it, it won't work now you prove me wrong then they said no sir this is how we will make it work we'll we'll do this we will slog out sap will come and do this and we will get other people to do it and we have all set this up and we will we will do it so we asked the question of what how how much okay. we created even those time a, 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 a super users of about 150 people and a core team of 50 people who did nothing but this for over a year and so so it was not an easy task to kind of do that so if you are saying that did i initially you know inhabit some kind of doubt i never had any doubt but i wanted want others to have any doubt. so it started by hypothesis saying will not be done and i didn't want to lead them if they were half baked or if they were worried i would have postponed it honestly i would have postponed it and i would have not no shame or no doubt think about it because you can't jump over a chasm when you are worried whether you can jump to the other side or, okay and you don't want to fall and die and you would not believe the kind of heart attacks i had so you know so people were working sector 24 by 7 so i will come home have dinner go back to kandivali and there be with the team till the team actually push me out and said boss aap to mujhe or you are putting more pressure on me you better sit at home coming here you are thinking you are showing solidarity but you are wasting our time but i it also i mean it was more joke but they also we also evolved around saying midnight as something called a concept called midnight work yeah burning midnight oil so we just factually showed that and and we came out very successful but i will tell you the last 48 hours or 72 hours i would remember krishna nabar and everyone you know each one of us talking to each location are you ready to go live what will happen if you switch on the button and it doesn't work how will we go back to the whole world and we all said we have burnt the whole world right we have left that shore the only shore is this <laughs> so you it, it was not funny but it was one one thing where you kept saying because i don't have a fallback option of going back what are the plan a plan b plan c plan d plan e so and we worked around all that and and again back if you ask me do i know enough about front wires middle wires back end wires and so on i'm 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 i can say that listen i can know the names but i keep telling them leave the jargon to me you do the i know jargon okay so so they all did the jargon so that i was able to tell the external world a general you know you know jargon, jargon we did jargon but uh, it was it was this fantastic team which we did all of that together when it went or we partied for two days after that okay <laughs> non stop but that was the kind of relief we had to what we had so and the last you asked about roi okay so let me not let me not uh, i told the roi of harmonies will change the company from being an indian company to be a global mn i said this one will put you onto a platform which none others ever will and honestly what you tell me from outside i mean as you were saying i want to talk about harmony how many years it is now 20 to 11 years it is 2010 or 2009 phenomena right so so this is 12 years on you still talk about it right so we, it still has placed us on that pedestal and it was such a such a thing you just give let me give you another example we did project harmony then we said common processes that means the world processes common best practices were given by sap other people all all siemens many of them came and gave us world's best practice and then we implemented it across sectors okay so and it gave us lot of insights for example one insight was oh why can't we use logistics as an arms length provider of service we started with a experiment then that big experiment become a bigger experiment called mahindra you know logistics what is a listed company today with half a billion as market cap so so this these are all 
possibilities that come out of it. But do you want to put an ROI of 18% to this task and get an Excel spreadsheet done? Forget it. You're better off putting the right metric, which is saying, what will it do to, you know, reporting coming out? How will it make you look like it? And my ROI was making this a global MNC and I think we have achieved it. So IT can be very proud of what it has done. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a phenomenal uh, deal, you know, and really, uh, I mean, a, a little unbelievable that, you know, it didn't go through a like, you know, whole big the complex ROI case. I'm sure there would have been something, but you know, the way you're talking about it, the, the conviction of the management. And I think, you know, we used to do something similar and I used to talk to my leaders, I would say that, listen, it's not about the ROI. Is it about, will you be able to grow without it? Will you be able to achieve the scale that you want without it? Or are you going to, you know, stumble every step of the way with the small little things? If you don't do the big, bang on, you know, you said you cannot cross a chasm in two steps. I think, you know, when I go back to my own uh, experience, uh, the CRM that we did, it was like a, you know, a big bang uh, stuff. There were small banks happening around and finally we said, listen, those small banks, even if you do 20 of them won't give you the, the kind of speed and scale which one big bank can give and uh, actually uh, the management like you know they didn't, they didn't really ask us too much of a calculation of an ROI yeah I think if the idea is big enough in one of my other clarity chats with Manish this came out that you know make the idea big enough that you know it catches the eye and the fascination of people and it basically makes them think that yes you know what we can we can do whatever is our business vision if we have this so so great story uh, Partha. Partha, uh, of course, you <laughs> talked about ROI. Um, uh, you know, there is a... Let me ask you a question, you know, which is always a tough uh, challenge for uh, CIOs. It is like, you know, how to justify themselves and what they want to do with the CFO, like, you know, whether it's in the form of an ROI or etc, uh, etc. Et so you have won both the hats. Okay. So I have two questions for you. Okay. So one is, you know, maybe if you keep your CIO hat apart for a while and just take a CFO hat. No. And then, you know, there are actually many CFOs who are going to be watching this uh, clarity chat now or a recording. How should they look at technology? And maybe, you know, you take your, uh, C, uh, I mean, the other head and say that, you know, how should CIOs collaborate with CFOs? So, two parts to that uh, answer, you know, that it's a very interesting question because everybody is so smart. Uh, nowadays that you don't have to tell the guys instinctively. They may show a lot of uh, questioning attitude. A CFO may say, show me everything. But internally, he may be saying, ha ha, I'm just getting commitment from them to succeed. Otherwise, they are, they are quite, quite clear about it. So I would like, like you to look at uh, this in uh, two ways. When you are an IT guy, there are three things that you need to keep uh, in mind and therefore tell the world this. Tell the world what it will be without this. Tell them what the world will be with this. Tell them how this positions them vis-a-vis their selves in the past, vis-a-vis the competition and vis-a-vis the industry. Okay. How it, it enables them and that will help them identify some of the durables that that it is there. Use KPIs, don't use ROIs. 
I keep saying this for whoever listens that ROI is a bullshit way of fooling yourself. Then you get ROIs that you know he says, "Kitna ROI chahiye aapko? Main uska Excel sheet bana deta." So you know, so I mean, so this is not going to. It, it's it's a it's a way of saying who is the worst fool. You know, in M and A, I used to say uh, this is a bigger fool theory. ROI is a bigger fool. So therefore, go out of it. Second is IT is parthasarthi of any company. Okay, I, I keep using my name as more like Krishna's. role of guiding a company okay of the margadarshan so our it is parthasarthi any company they know people process technology and complexity any company so at they say i am coming to reduce the complexity better the processes help people bring in the appropriate technology so this helps very clearly if they say it like that and for a cfo he just say that how do i use this like a sangam if cfo brings the finance what he needs is technology if we bring this together both are mool mantra of the company any other function is a function hr sales r and d but money not i you know not uh, finance but money and technology not it these two are like the blood and the oxygen that flows in them so think of it like this so cfo should see how do i bring this along with me for organizational betterment so i would i always tell the cfo think of what you can do with it yeah yeah no i think i think i think you made a very uh, you know nice nuance between uh, you know roi and kpi and i want to kind of reemphasize it so, you know if uh, and in in my chat with arun gupta this came that you know you invest in technology uh, which improves your front office processes it improves your csi that you're measuring on a day to day basis it is actually uh, you know fruitless to convert you know a csi into a into a roi why can't we simply say that you know by doing this my csi will go up by so much percent and i think that's that that can be a very good justification without really converting it you know from dollar to rupees or from csi to roi so martha let me uh, uh, let me take chat forward you know when i think about it it is still messes me up a little bit you know this product in and market out and, and you know market in and product out so but i really found it as a very good way you know sort of a very good i would say thought model for cios in terms of like you know how to sort of deal with the marketing that comes to them versus the marketing that they have to uh, do for adoption of technology in the business hey i am your podcast host jagdish belwal i had a rich career as cio at tata motors and ge now as an advisor i help organizations transform with technology Technology is necessary for digital transformation but not sufficient so i help organizations with the rest of it leadership strategy culture change management etc you can connect with me on linkedin and twitter for now keep listening and don't forget to subscribe the podcast and do connect with me on linkedin So tell us about these and what are your views? How it is done and how it should be done. So you are saying market in and product out rather than product in and market out, yeah? Okay. So so uh, so this is a very interesting concept of a slightly outsider here. Huh? I must tell you this uh, because uh, I always uh, sell that I am an outsider coming into IT and therefore have a lens whichever. Right? Later on became part of the system. Okay. but when i started and what i found is that we parroted the manufact market which came to us with products we said oracle financials is great or sap erp is great so and then we parroted the product inside the organization okay 
So what happened is then nothing wrong. They were at, anyway addressing a problem, right? But what happened was that you didn't relate to the organization need. You brought the product in front and then married it to the needs that you may have. Okay. So so and therefore there was a huge amount of things saying, "Ki yar, who are you working for?" Okay. And it's a very important thing for everyone to recognize. It's a small thing, but it is a fundamentally how your organization will look, how you are coming at it. So so when you bring in product and say. take microsoft this it because it starts with that word of the oem yeah and then you you start selling instead and and we, and they say hamare mang ka kya hua so i have a very nice desi way of explaining this so ek ek you know factory ke aage bahut sare log khade hote hain aur kehte hain hamari mange puri karo so ek thela wala puri lagata puri ka thela wala bolta hamari puri ki mang which one do you want hamari mange puri hamari puri ki mang so what is that you want in life right so it's it's as simple is as simple as that okay so so i just tell them please ask what is your problem state for your for your industry for your customers then you say oh i've compared what you need and therefore this is fitting in so first bring the outs your your market your customers in your customers customer in and then you say this is the output then it becomes such a nice way of it and if sometimes you have to manufacture that solution then you throw that open to startups so you know sometimes we don't have available output so it is market in product so i get out a product as an output out of what market tells what my customers tell that is the hypothesis that i want to make so i hope i made it's a concept more than anything else let me reiterate it for the audience and for myself also just to get that lesson clear so the typical process is that you know some product vendor will come and sell you their product so that's product in and and then you know you try to fit it uh, with what your business wants what your business wants what your market wants and so that's market out But what you're saying is that the process has to be reversed that you know you get the market in you get the market signals i mean your customers are everywhere in the business you know so get those guys get their input so that is market in and as an output of it should be a product that you will be right right that's correct absolutely and just to give an example we created a me connect product eh? which will be which is a industry product and what we did simply jagdish is we put 70 plus things in it for example how will you find the nearest hospital if you are unwell and you are on the road okay how will you you know claim your expense claim we did it prior to anybody saying that you could claim expense claim online yeah so because these were the biggest problem that the market was facing that my customers were facing so we and we said everything and i had a slogan called duniya meri mutti mein kaam hota chutki mein so you know you have one i one phone and that's all you need for anything that you needed to do whether transaction whether in hr term whether in terms of your business things everything could come in that so this is the uh, way you you can look at it and then you'll say hey you created huge transformation in the org no absolutely absolutely so uh, patha i'm i'm skipping a couple of things that i wanted to ask you just in the yeah. interest of time and maybe you know go into like some of the most important things uh, that we want to discuss so uh, you know it's uh, there is always this uh, you know uh, question or you know debate about you know how can how can it be a catalyst to transformation how can how can it drive transformation because you know it's the business guys who know uh, what 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 they have to do and what they have to do differently 
So, you know, tell us about this concept of IIC and and what kind of like, you know, case studies came out of uh, IIC and what is it about? Because I think this is something that, you know, uh, CIOs and business leaders at a minimum can do in their respective organizations. Yeah. So, so basically what I just, uh, you have to say that if I believed in the philosophy at all so far, then we must add value. So we created something called enable enhance engender as a philosophy for it. That enable is whatever business wants to do, enhance it and create new business models for them. Create what they didn't even think about it. And we want to be in the enhance and engender as much as possible. So the principle was to go from 70, 30, 70% enable, 30% enhance engender to 30, 70, 30% in enable, 70% of the time in enhance and engender. So then they will be demanding more of you. So one of the thoughts that uh, auto sector initially came and then we adopted it as a group wide phenomena is IIC insights and information set. Again, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I want to underline team is everything. Everything else is nothing. Okay. So they did this. I can claim credit to it saying I did it. No, it is, it is what they had. And, and uh, only thing is we always allowed them to come out with this. So we put about seven, 10 people, all investment and said, an insight a day will keep partha away. So if you don't want me on my back, give me one insight. So let me give you, we, they came out with the insight saying warranty cost 70% of the problem comes from seven parts. So if you solve that seven parts, my warranty cost will drop by 70%. So Servate who was the head of R&D jumped for joy. Our warranty cost in tractors jumped down from 2500 to 500 yeah, per tractor. So that was that kind of a thing he got. Then we did sales point, service point as a sales point. You know that service guys have believed more by customers than sales guys okay this is general okay so how do we convert them into a sales how does he get analytics at the time when he's servicing a car Almost to the saying he's that your customer is going to purchase the next car in this visit or next visit. So that's the kind of input. R&D. That is the kind. So we did all this. So we did a digital resource. 25 basis points improvement in the yields that we get when we employed a digital resource in finance. Okay. Idea platform. So, so that we got many ideas from people. So, so this, this kind of things, uh, which we just said is RPS for everything and the breakthrough points, new, new, new uh, systems, new processes. So like, like the, that kind of a jargon. So all replacement opportunities can come from this center. So, and they say, we told them that you have to pay 10 times your cost through these kind of ideas that you. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I mean, those are, those are some really big ideas. I mean, you know, from in treasury, for example, you would. Yeah. Talk- the points. I assume it was like, you know, improving your, your treasury overnight kind of yields by 25 basis points. That's actually huge. That's like, I think many, many crores of rupees actually, right? Over a year. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and this is, this is the power of predictive analytics. It has some time in coming. So we need to use this power to get this kind yeah. of insights in everything right i think i think the important takeaway here is that you know we have to figure out those mechanisms uh, you know again another of my guests said that you know they had this rule that one day a week you know you have to spend in the business it should not be seen in office yeah. and then there's a reinforcement of it that you know every i think second or every second saturday or so like you know everybody comes back you know with uh, in a discussion that you know these are the people i went and met and these are the insights i got and then you know people sort of start looking at okay you know where where is the value creation opportunity and i think iic is a similar you know uh, mechanism of getting 
IT folks to go systematically out there and do what I named as problem hunting. Okay, go find out problems in the business. You may not have solutions to them, but then bring them back and then ideate on what could solve that problem. I mean, the story of twenty five hundred close to five hundred crores is a phenomenal, phenomenal one.
two minute, one minute to just give one one sentence, and maybe you know, uh, feel free to connect with me both in LinkedIn and through Jagdish. I, I I can give some more insights and and trade some exchange of dialogue, yeah. Because on, on, not all knowledge is with me. Certainly, many will be with you. Uh, so coming back, how do you leadership team think about this? I'm just saying, if you if you think of uh, what the new companies don't have, uh, old companies don't have. So you will find that the old companies don't have the newness, and the new company doesn't have the maturity of the oldness. So this is what we need to bring. So whenever you're talking about big companies, you think of yourself on Warman Avatar, the one of the Dasha Avatars. You have to become small in order to become big. So you have to grow, shrink, and be like a startup, behave like a startup, and then you can come in. So this, if the big companies don't understand, they will all become small eventually. So that's why GE became 584 billion to 84 billion. Yeah. So, so please be careful, clear that if you don't work with startup, you're going to, you're not going to succeed. So I've set up in every company I work. I've set up a separate fund called Startup Fund, investing in companies and most importantly giving them POC in your companies. The last such program that I ran was called Catapult. The second is don't worry about insane valuations. Either they will justify it and give you lessons, or fail and give you learnings. So so take both of them along with you and and work. So uh, you know how can credit be more valuable than digital? insurance i mean there sometimes some of these like uber uh, and others you know initially i as a ca could never understand the valuation of startups and i now understand a thing called network impact the key thing is the the looking at impossibility in a different way is the is is the main feature of a startup so let's give them that let's not worry too much let's work with them and then we will also succeed along with Okay, so Pawan has a question for you. You are a great example as successful CIOs. It is always said CIO is first business person, then technology. Uh, it means CIO position should prefer to be handled by business people than technical people. No, Good no, question. No. <laughs> let let very simply let me very simply put it that absolutely no. But why not ask the question the other way? Why can't why the technology persons cannot be CI CEOs of companies for any industry? I think your time is now. So reverse the question. Let us reverse the question and say, why have more CIOs not become CEOs, and what should they do? Okay. And I think if you just think about that, first is the mental makeup, and then you will find yourself in the new world, more CEOs, and that is what my umid and uh, uh, you know kismat poem that I started the session with. So I would say that then there be more position. Let me be more of an exception than a rule because I was hell bent on becoming a decent cio so and i think agar if you if you are passionate about something you will become something yeah, absolutely 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 so we have um, you know some more praise coming from padmini a wonderful sense of humor <laughs> uh, pavan's second question uh, what is key mantra for cio cdo to be successful let's make it a rapid fire one yeah so so this is a customer journey think about customer think about marketing think about customer journey and this is what is repeated by uh, the bajaj capital ceo who i interviewed like jagdish is interviewing me so he talked about keep be customer journey customer journey all, always customer centricity and marketing okay so um, we have uh, another uh, question here when it comes to process standardization or, or enhancement internal team can take that up or we need someone outsider to come and evaluate us which is the right approach is it like a combination, 
yes rapid fire is a combination is the right approach do what you can inside but don't tax yourself so much that uh, uh, you don't get the right inputs so therefore do a mix do a study dipstick study from outside get gartner to guide you but do it internally so do a combination absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. because the, the the other guys are the consultants are bringing in an uh, an outside in point of view but yeah. that's nothing if you don't get a inside out point of view what the real uh, challenge is there so uh, again a very insightful question from nitin uh, you know when a company like mnm or any other manufacturing organization becomes a digital or platform company who should take such challenge in conglomerate offices so pasa uh, let me let me let me rattle up a little bit more here you know i remember uh, mnm also had uh, experimented with a with an it organization as well as a digital organization a cdo and all of that i mean just like put that uh, let me put this question in perspective of uh, that experience then what did you learn from that i'm keenly conscious of the time so i'm going to go rapid fire yeah so okay. so what one thing is that the organization philosophy has to be a does a and b does b if you tell the same setup to do both digital and physical is going to be very difficult to do so always create a new organization and that applied for sometimes even for the it the cd or the transformation being different help the it to do a standard job enable job versus engender job right so and then you can bring them together so it's an important philosophy to not just say but practice uh, ev company being separate for a long time was another reason why it was kept separate so that uh, you know it doesn't get mixed up with things and therefore you can do so who can take some challenges nitin i think you'd say form a separate unit with clear accountability right up till the top uh, and let them run it because you have to make what i said first failure is not an option make it so that if they fail they will also you know they are also biting the dust okay because if they you would give it along with some job there will be no failure so failure has to i mean it has to be either success or failure clear So, uh, Patha, with your permission, can we go for five, five, seven more minutes if you have time? Unless yeah, you have yeah, something. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have time. Okay, okay. Thank you, and I mean, I'm assuming the permission of all of our enthusiastic audience who are asking a lot of questions here, uh, and I didn't want to leave them out because a lot of them are really very good. So, Patha, let's uh, now move to you know the rapid fire round, and I'll try to cover some of like you know what I've not been able to. Uh, in a in a quick fire manner. So, Patha, you came to work for work in Mumbai twice. The first time you came, you lasted only eighteen days. Tell us about that story. So, so I I would never to come back to Mumbai after that because because I was staying in Than Thane with my sister and my office was in Nariman Point. So, what I did is travel two hours every day up and two hours down, and then in fifteen days or eighteen days realized ये जीना भी कोई जीना है लल्लू then i went back to mumbai to am mumbai back to amdavad where you know every the, the max distance were half an hour right so so i i thought you know it was such a waste of my time here but 20 uh, odd years uh, later uh, 25 years later i was back at the same place where i where i initially had done it because mahindra was here and they and the purpose was such great i think i think sometimes your destiny is linked to a place i remember 
when I came for my campus interview in Tata Motors in Mumbai and I was like so scared of the crowds and everything. I vowed that I'm never going to work in Mumbai. And seven years later, I got an opportunity to come to Mumbai. I tried saying no, but it was such a senior uh, executive that, you know, I, uh, that, that he prevailed. And, but then I became a Mumbaiite. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, Partha, you have been saying it, it's been forming an undercurrent of our discussion, but just tell us about, you know, your people philosophy. Uh, so, so if you were to add this, there are two things that I will say. Team is everything, rest is nothing. And uh, therefore, what you are doing in a sense is servant leadership. You, you be the coach and guide to the teams and empower them. The other thing that I keep saying on terms of people philosophy is there is never a bad subordinate. Only a bad boss. Okay. So these are two things that I will I will leave. I, I think I think I think you know it's it's a very profound one. You're putting the onus of making it work on the boss because he has that substantial amount of power and resources to actually you know, even turn around a person and he has to exercise that. Jagdish, just I, one of the philosophy background is man uses a human uses only four percent of their brain. That's the maximum potential they use it. And if you can't make them succeed, the onus has to be able to point a finger to ourselves, not to anybody else as bosses. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just uh, the next quick fire related to it, like, you know, uh, what's what's your, uh, what's the emotional side of uh, managing it? <laughs> so, so it is a com- continuing with the people theme because the many things you will see have come to this. I keep saying uh, a leader is a part of the team that he works in. I know I, I had, I used to have family group meetings, which is called that means all my team is part of my family. And then we used to go to each other's house once a month. Okay. And even this secretary are, if required, even, you know, if sometimes even the peon can call us to his house and we all will assemble and do that. So it's part of the team. So, and I keep joking that's thrilling, pulling or feeling. So, so if you have this feeling that empathy is the basis of everything, life is, life is simple. No, absolutely. So, uh, we talked about one of your talents, uh, you know, which was, Shairi or you know Kavita. What's the other talent? Uh, not talent, but my passion is social side because I think I am what I am because others have given me. Uh, I come from a very humble beginnings, uh, and having made it, people have helped me. Society has helped me, so I have to pay back. So the marathon running for Nani Kali was uh, something that I did, and now in I've I've retired, taken early retirement so that I can support social. Uh, which is women empowerment as a basic this. So one of the big achievements in the marathon one was the highest collections ever in the history of Mumbai Marathon for uh, the cause Nani Kali. Awesome, sir. But I must say that, you know, running a marathon is not easy. So that's, I, w- I would categorize that as a talent. And of course, like, you know, social service as a passion. So that's a good combination. Okay. Um, so, uh, Partha, we are sort of at the end of it. And, uh, you know, now uh, I have been asking you all the questions. I've been putting you in a spot every time. It's uh, the revenge time. So you can ask me a question now. Okay, good. I, I had wanting, been wanting to ask, uh, you know, I wanted to slip it in between. The question, Jagdish, is that you were working in a corporate. Now you decided to take a sabbatical from there. And now you are into a different kind of innings, including hosting such shows. I'm, I'm sure this is not the only thing you do, but there's a new new innings. When you look back at your old innings, what is the one thing you miss most? And what is the one thing uh, you you don't have now or miss, but don't miss at all? So what did okay. I don't miss and what is the one thing you miss most? Yeah. So what I, what I miss most 
is actually you know the sort of varied learning uh, that i had you know when you work in a in a company like uh, you know tata motors or ge like you know the, the just the expanse of you know processes stakeholders and all of that you know and and the fact that you know you could actually go and talk to anyone uh, basically provides you with that opportunities of learning and keeping yourself up to date and my passion has always been into business processes you know and like engage in like you know how you transform those processes and all that and then you know even take it forward as I mean, that's something i miss because in a in a sort of advisor role you know i don't own a lot of execution so i have to keep reminding myself that first don't keep getting anxious about that so that's one thing i miss which is like you know executing uh, myself but something i don't miss uh, or i would say you know maybe i'm i'm i have gained after coming out one is of course control on my time but the second uh, also is you know to make a difference without really looking uh, behind my shoulders so you know earlier anything i do did you know i had to seek some sort of a corporate approval even if i had to do let's say clarity chat you know i would have to take an approval from someone uh, but now i don't have to take any approvals i am into many things in fact i need to start cutting down now and uh, that freedom and you know that the opportunity to experiment without really looking looking over my shoulders is something that i that i really want is actually enjoy it but that was a great question thanks uh, thanks for wow what a spirited discussion with partha and musical too i loved it i hope you too did do subscribe to clarity chat podcast available on all major podcasting platforms in our next podcast i will host asha pulos johnson vp and global cio for data and analytics at ge healthcare watch out for our next clarity chat podcast with asha of ge healthcare